This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's hard to know when an emergency is going to occur, whether it's something happening directly to you, something in your region, or even something nationwide or global. Uh, it's up in the air but it could happen at any time. Time to prepare is right now. It's well before, not after. Uh, You don't want to be a slave to anyone. You want to be a service to everyone. Get started today. Get your food supply ready with MyPatriotSupply.com. They can save you $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies, and yours should be next. Sealed inside the ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals will last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories. Eat right when things go wrong with a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply with $200 in savings right now. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. If you order today by three, you get free same-day shipping. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. be the most important monologue of my career as of to date and I ask that you listen carefully um, you um, you share this with friends you read between the lines uh, make sure you're really listening um, some of these things are going to get harder and harder to say, and uh, I may only say them once. That monologue begins in 60 seconds. Berna is a uh, is something that is non-deadly force. Deadly force is needed a lot, but there are those situations to where you'd like to have non-deadly force, and quite honestly, uh, you know, the uh, electronic shock or the the pepper spray that you have on your key ring is you're re- you're very close to that uh, when that happens. Berna has a launcher that I think you're going to want. I have one for each member of my family. It's a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will teach someone a very painful but non-lethal lesson. It's legal in all 50 states. No premier uh, permits or background checks are required and it can be used by all age groups over 18. The Berna Launcher has powerful deterrents like tear gas and kinetic rounds that are, have a 60 foot range. 
one shot can incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. Government agencies, law enforcement are using these all around the country. It is a great addition to your home's defense. It gives you the extra options you might need. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. That's Burna dot com slash Glenn. All right. Let me... I want to piece this together uh, as best I can. Um, There's a lot of factors on this, but I want you to listen carefully. Uh, This week, you have the uh, Davos gathering. And in Davos, the most important thing, this is above climate change and everything else, is mis- and disinformation. The... The president of the European Union just spoke at Davos, said our freedom comes with risks. The top concern is disinformation and misinformation as the boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner. The top concern for the next two years is not conflict. It is not climate. It is disinformation and misinformation. The Global Risk Report says that addressing misinformation and disinformation take priority even over extreme weather events, war, terrorist attacks, and inflammation, uh, inflation. Got it? Global warming is an existential threat. Terror attacks like what happened in Israel and war. Inflation, which can collapse your dollar. All of those things are now secondary to mis- and disinformation. For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict. It's disinformation and misinformation. The boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner, and it is more important than ever in the era, era of generative AI. The World Economic Forum's Global Risk Report puts artificial intelligence as one of the top potential risks of the next decade, but of the next two years, it's you. They also called for a global regulatory body to oversee artificial intelligence, in other words, take control of AI, and digital ID systems akin to vaccine passports. It is important, she said, to harness and guide this technology responsibly. So what does all that mean? I believe that we are now measuring things in my world by days and months, not by years. We are now looking at people labeling us, me, the Daily Wire, anybody you trust as mis- and disinformation. And it is happening in real time. We told you a couple of weeks ago that our spy agencies and our Pentagon are in, in, uh, in league with the five eyes, and they are doing um, misinformation, disinformation, editing and also a cognitive training so they are 
training the way you think by controlling what you're seeing. Let me give you this story that just came out from The Independent. This is new today. Climate misinformation is rapidly mutating across social media, allowing nefarious actors to skirt restrictions and continue to profit, according to a new report. With climate-driven disasters now impossible to ignore, outright denials of climate change no longer hold up with most people. That's not true. The people who believe in climate change, the people who are believing that this is some sort of disaster, is actually going down. It has less credibility than ever before. In the murky online realm of climate misinformation, there is a shift in tactics that is in motion. Researchers, notice that word, researchers uh, analyzed thousands of hours of YouTube content from the past six years and found that old climate crisis denial, which claims that global heating is not happening and burning fossil fuels is not the cause, is giving way to a new type of misleading content intended to muddy the waters. The report by the nonprofit research group Center for Countering Digital Hate. This is the Media Matters, if you will, the new replacement, I think, for Media Matters. It comes out of England, but there's also an office here in America. We'll get into that on a later episode. They found that this new denial falls into a few broad groups, that the impact of global warming or global heating are beneficial or harmless. The second group is climate solutions won't work. And that climate science and the climate movement can't be trusted. Those are all mis- and disinformation. Client scientist uh, and uh, author Michael Mann describes these new misinformation strategies as the five D's of inactivism. Deflection, delay, division, despair, and doomism. They found that videos containing new denials doubled since 2018 on YouTube. In total, there were more than 34,000 climate crisis denial claims on 96 channels that were analyzed, amounting to more than 325 million views. The shift has been rapid and stark as old climate denial narratives declined across YouTube. New denial has served has surged. The later now accounts for 70% of climate misinformation on YouTube, while old denial has dropped 30%. The uh, Amrad Amhed, the CCDH's chief executive, explained. So this story from The Independent has one source, and it is Media Matters, if you will, this new uh, group that is trying to counter digital hate. There's been a clear shift in the climate misinformation on YouTube in the last uh, six years, blah, blah, blah. Mr. Ahmed said the new findings were somewhat optimistic because they showed that scientists and activists have been successful in conveying the facts of climate change to people. Climate advocates and policymakers must recognize this shift or risk losing the information battle necessary to deliver climate solutions. Let me say that word, that sentence again. Climate activist and policymakers must recognize this shift or risk losing the information battle necessary to deliver climate solutions. 
While climate denial trends uh, were evident across social media, blah, 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 the study focused on YouTube, which is owned by Google, a platform that has formidable presence as information resource for billions of people, while at the same time um, uh, being able to uh, reward people on that channel. Using AI tools trained on climate denial, the study found YouTube is made up to $13.4 million in revenue on videos espousing new types of climate uh, crisis. Google's current policies, which are intended to demonetize and deamplify climate misinformation, do not tackle the new denial. Uh, YouTube continues to serve ads on old forms of climate crisis denial barred under its policies. Google also announced in 2021 that it would stop monetizing climate crisis denial content. Uh, In a statement to The Independent, a YouTube spokesperson said our climate change policy prohibits ads from running blah, 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 blah. However, when content crosses the line into climate change denial, we stop showing ads on those videos. The shift from older tropes on conservative outlet Blaze TV to a brand new climate denial. The study analyzed videos made by fossil fuel lobby groups, media companies, and individual pundits. One of those highlighted in the report is Jordan Peterson, a psychiatrist with 7.5 million YouTube subscribers. His channel typically takes the format of interviews with fellow climate change deniers, where posts have included titles such as The Great Climate Con and The Killing uh, the Poor to Save the Planet. The Independent contacted Dr. Peterson for comment. Blaze TV, founded by conservative firebrand Glenn Beck, regularly features climate change denial. The media company has also shared uh, false claims about the 2020 presidential election, along with hosting Sandy Hook conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. In a video published July 2022 and watched 71,000 times, Mr. Beck claims the Biden administration is using the climate crisis as a cover for government control and a great reset, an online conspiracy theory that claims the global elite is trying to dismantle capitalism and create a new social order. They do not care about saving the planet. They know climate change is not going to kill millions around the world. This is about gaining power and control over you. They are using this so-called emergency to justify a great reset, Mr. Beck said on the video. The Independent, much to my surprise, has contacted Blaze TV for comment. The CCDH, the Center for um, Disarming Hate, Study found that in some cases, YouTube splits ad revenues with a channel reportedly paying 55% to the content creator and retaining 45%. The ads served on the new denial were major brands like Hilton Hotels, Global Charities, Save the Children, and International Rescue Committee. They called on YouTube and other social media platforms to update their policies to keep up with the new forms of climate crisis denial, along with removing any financial incentives and reducing their reach and visibility. People have the right to post this content, but do you have to reward them with money and give them a megaphone? They added, we're not blaming Google for not recognizing this, but we want to make some small changes to their policies. Don't record this. Uh, don't reward this content and profit from it. More in 60 seconds. 
Let me ask you a personal question. Are you living with pain? If so, how bad is it? If we're talking 10 out of 10, been there, brother. Now, here are more important questions. How long are you going to put up with it? And have you tried everything to get rid of it? My answer five years ago was, yes, I tried everything. Because I went to all the specialists and everybody else. And the one thing I didn't try was something called Relief Factor that I had heard about on the radio. And I'm like, this is not going to work. This is not for me. I got serious pain. Well, Relief Factor worked for me. In horrible pain, I got my life back. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. So see how Relief Factor just might help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's $19.95 and comes with a Relief Factor Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So you have nothing to lose but your pain. Give it a try. ReliefFactor.com, 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you saw Russell Brand in your feed? Since he was destroyed um, by smear tactics, and do we know they're true? Yes. Did the BBC know they were true back then? Yes. Did he say they were true? You know, that did he allude that, yeah, I was that kind of guy, and I'm not that kind of guy anymore long before the charges? Yes. Why is it that when he was all over uh, Davos, ESG, and the global warming thing, why is it he cannot be found anymore? He's still doing his broadcast, but you don't hear anything about him. This is what I called uh, about three or four years ago and got hammered for it. A digital ghetto. That they were going to ghetto any voices they didn't. It's what the Germans did to the Jews. Look, you have a right to be out and, you know, have your place and you can have your say just behind this wall. They were called ghettos. And after they were not seen, they could easily be liquidated. Now, I don't I hope nobody's thinking about liquidation. Uh, However, there is a digital wall that is being built for voices that disagree reasonably and read things differently than the governments want you to read. For instance, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, this uh, digital hate organization, do you know who they're after? Their number one threat is Elon Musk. If you care about global warming, why would you go after Elon Musk? Because they care about countering hate, you see. And Elon Musk won't play their game. By the way, Our disinformation, the one that we were called uh, all kinds of names for, liars, dangerous liars. We told you that um, the laptop of Hunter Biden was real. Did you know that just yesterday, the Department of Justice has acknowledged Hunter Biden's laptop content is legitimate for the first time? time yesterday 
Now, who is engaged in disinformation? The government or us? By the way, the January 6th videos from Capitol Hill prove now, the blaze has proven it, that the Capitol Police officer lied in the Oath Keepers trial. And he wasn't the only one. And we have released the video. Have you tweeted it? Have you put it on Instagram? Is it trending anywhere? Or is that too being suppressed because it's misinformation, even though the video shows it to be absolutely 100% provably accurate? No. So who's lying to you? Us or the government? There's a story out. Is corporate ESG investing over? Here's my answer. No, it's just going to change names and they're going to do what they always do. How about this story from Reason? The fiscal hawks were right about debt and interest rate. We are told that there is financial disinformation, that those who disagree with what the government is saying that we are a danger to you because we disagree with them. How about COVID? Did you know that Fauci just last week finally admitted that that wasn't a conspiracy theory, that it came from the Chinese labs, that that wasn't missing disinformation? Who lied to you, the government or us? By the way, new story out today from the New York Post, COVID-19 strain kills 100% of infected mice in a new Chinese lab study. They're still doing it. Who's lying to you, us or them? World leaders met this week. They're still doing it to trash, uh, to thrash out a plan to protect against disease X, which they say is a coming pandemic. And they need all kinds of power. By the way, OpenAI CEO Altman was at Davos. He said, future AI depends on energy breakthroughs. But we all know how dangerous AI is. We all know it. We've watched the movies. It's the elites that want control of it. That's one of their objectives this week at Davos, to control it. And at Davos, the Microsoft CEO said... There's nothing that cannot be controlled by humankind. Basically, let me translate. We are gods. There is only one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. One God. And they do not serve them. Now an important warning coming next. Glenn Beck. Cybercrime is the gift that keeps on giving even after you get what they've taken back. If you get it back, you can still be looking at a damaged credit rating, compromised employment background checks, things like that. You might not even be able to pay your bills on time. And then that piles up. That's why it's so much better to have LifeLock. Your personal information is exposed so often, making it really easy for cybercriminals to steal your identity. But protecting yourself can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats you might not spot on your own. Things like loans taken out of your name or cyber criminals pretending to be you. Don't become a victim of identity theft. 
get a U.S.-based restoration specialist to work to fix it if somehow or another they miss something at LifeLock. They'll, they, they can't stop everything, but they're the best in the business. Protect yourself now and save 25% with your first year with promo code BECK, 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK, save 25% now. Subscribe to Blaze TV while you still can. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn30 and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. American hostages still held in Gaza day 103. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. If you missed the first half hour of this broadcast, I urge you to go back and listen to that first half hour um, on the podcast today. It's wherever you find your podcasts currently, uh, and uh, it is a very important monologue. Let me pick it up now on part two of it. Let me tell you what just happened in Canada. Jordan Peterson uh, has, uh, in his attempt to have the Ontario justice system prevent the College of Psychologists of Ontario from ordering him to undergo remedial social media training, has lost his bid. Panel of three judges in the Court of Appeals dismissed his motion for leave to appeal an earlier decision by the Ontario Divisional Court. No reason was given. So... This is giving Canada and Trudeau, it's giving all of the regulatory bodies and any organization that has, you have to have a license, a much broader uh, field to be very, very aggressive. Now, there is no free speech in Canada. This is now codified by that court. Over the course, this is what they got him on. Over the course of 2022, the college, which governs the conduct of psychologists practicing in Ontario, received a number of complaints about Peterson's online behavior. The concerned tweets include his tweet about a plus-side Sports Illustrated model whom he said was not beautiful. Elliot Page's gender transition who he said had her breasts removed by what he called a criminal physician. There are also complaints about his views on climate change and aggressive conduct towards Gerald Butts, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's former principal secretary. They investigated those complaints and felt that he needed to go into a re-education camp or lose his license. Why doesn't he just give up his license? Because then you abandon a very important licensed group of people, doctors. Once you get people of conscience out, you can do anything. They've already purged the doctors who disagreed with listening to the government and listening to Big Farm about Only one way to treat COVID. They've already gotten rid of those people. They got rid of the doctors and the nurses that wouldn't wear masks, wouldn't distance six feet, said that was nonsense. 
We now know it is. They got rid of the doctors who said this does not look like it came from bats. This looks like it was designed in a laboratory. They got rid of all of those people. You cannot keep getting rid of doctors and psychiatrists who have a conscience. But that's what's happening. And they're doing it to now those of us who speak out to try to tell you the truth as we perceive it. These are opinions, but you cannot have opinions anymore. They say that I'm a climate denier, climate change denier. No, the climate is always changing. Always. I disagree. And I have since an inconvenient book, which was printed when? 2008? I thought it was a couple of years before that, actually. Okay, so since this, I mean, I wrote a whole book about climate change and Al Gore. And I say in it that I agree the climate is changing. It always does. And I can read a thermometer. At that time, it was going up. But I think that all of the solutions are insane because it will cripple, cripple society, cripple all modernity. What did they get me on here, Stu? From the report? Yeah, from the report that was the, the independent is now reporting that... I'm being monitored and, and watched because I'm dangerous. As if you don't know your evils. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I, I'm looking through the report. Here's, here's one of the things they say is makes you guilty. Quote, if we try to go without fossil fuels in our lifetime, you're going to see the standard of living plummet. You're going to see our security plummet, and it's going to be a disaster. End quote. Yep, that's my opinion. But apparently that's misinformation. I mean, that's an incredible one because it, in our lifetime, what are you? I mean, you got to be what, five years from death. I mean, we're not going to be able to turn this <laughs> around that minutes. fast. I'm not suicidal, by the way. <laughs> no, but seriously, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? In the next 40 years, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, that would be a hell of a transition. Sure uh, would. By any standard that if you transitioned completely away from fossil fuels in the next 40 years. And by the way, the way you phrase this, you're not even limiting uh, a... a a transition possibility you're just saying it can't happen that quickly yeah i was talking about 2030 and 2035 so i think that's a pretty defensible yeah. opinion but yeah. also it's just an opinion yeah. it's just what you think might happen that's in these what i do for a living uh then we have uh let's see beck this is incredible beck falsely claims there's been zero warming for other over a decade Media Matters for America is the source of this claim. April 23rd, 2010. Now, I happen to just, just for the fun of it, go back to 2010. When you made this claim, you would be talking about the, the, the 2009 would not have been released yet. You'd be talking about the, the, the decade of 1998 to 2008. In 1998, we were plus 0.63 degrees Celsius. In 2008, we were plus 0.55 degrees Celsius. Hmm. So, so actually, there was a very temp- slight... Again, you were not saying there was no climate change. You were just saying in the decade you were talking about, there had been no warming across the globe. That is from the NOAA. NOAA.gov. Well, you can check it out. that's disinformation because it disagrees. Now, listen. Here is the important thing. 
I can't believe I'm telling you this, and I've been subtly telling you it for a while that it is coming. It is no, no longer coming. It is here. I started the blaze to be the Alamo, to only rely on you, that they would crush us every way they can. And they are going to. They are starting to. My Facebook page is down 95%. Now, there's no way that is true. We are having our best year ever. The last three years have been tremendous growth. We have more listeners and viewers than we've ever had, even when we were at Fox. And yet my Facebook page is down 95%. The only metric that is down is social media. Isn't that weird? Everything else is skyrocketed up. Social media is down. By the way, Facebook at one point, they brought me out to Silicon Valley to talk to their people. Correct me if I'm misstating this. To find out how we were over-indexing Facebook. I went, I thought I was going to join a meeting and I was going to ask them, how could we better? And they said, no, we called you here. You didn't call this meeting. We called you here. We wanted to know how you were over-indexing. What is it that you're doing? We want to study this. Okay? We've gone from that to down 95%. Wow, that's weird. All of a sudden, we become morons on social media, even though we run a social media empire. Hmm, that's weird. Listen, first thing you have to do is go to my email newsletter. It's free. It, this story is, I think, the last story in it, or you can find it at The Independent. And, uh, and go look for all of the shows we have done recently on what our government is doing. This is the Canadian and the European government targeting Google to silence us. Now, we also have this pressure in the United States. You need to know what's true and what's not. You need to alert your friends. You, ha- you can do it on social media, but I would private DM them. I would put it on X because you know that it will go through on X. I would subscribe to my free email newsletter, not because I want to tell you, but I need to know how to contact you if we lose touch. I would also switch primarily to X. That is troublesome as well, because while this uh, organization planted or did this story independently with the independent, uh, I went to their website. Their number one target is Elon Musk. This is not going to happen because of global warming. This is a priority mainly in America and the rest of the world, because of Donald Trump. Look at what they're doing to Trump. You don't think they'll silence people? It will be troublesome for them. As they've said in their own words, it will be troublesome because they have large audiences. But the private sector needs to figure it out. And that's why Google and YouTube and everybody else is going to receive the pressure, already have Facebook down 95%. Because our voices must be silenced. Because Donald Trump this year poses a great threat to their power. I would also have some money in Bitcoin. I would begin to listen for what must become subtle. 
I have a ham radio, do you? I have a CB, do you? I, I think I'm learning to play the piano now, but I think I should stop and learn smoke signals. We must be able to communicate with each other. The last is my piece of advice to you that I urge you, please listen. Get close to Christ. Clear out all of the things you fear could be exposed. Clear out all of the mistakes that you have made. Use the atonement and redemption. Use it. It's a free gift. It will take away many of your fears of, well, I got to do this because this, this could come out. Get rid of it. Stop it. Just clean it up right now. Because as much as many of us in this business like to think we are replaceable or, or unreplaceable, we are very replaceable. And I am urging you to become my replacement. I am urging you now to do the things where you will be a credible source in your own circle. You must do research. You must not just hop a bandwagon. You must root yourself in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence if you want to save our country. If you want to save souls... And people, then root yourself in the gospel. My recommendation is both. But I am very replaceable. You won't like the replacement. You must become the replacement. Peace of mind can be a hard thing to find, uh, especially in troubled times. Uh, and if you're a prepper like I am, no, Your Honor, I said pepper. I said pepper. I was spicy. If you're a prepper like I am, uh, it's hard to feel certain that you have prepared enough. Um, I know I, I haven't, and I think about things all the time, and I, I, I haven't prepared enough. Jace Medical has helped me a great deal. Please call Jace Medical. You do not want to be held hostage for medicine. Jace, J-A-S-E medical.com. Enter the promo code prepared at checkout. Get a discount on your order. That's prepared. JaceMedical.com. They have the Jace case, which has five essential antibiotics. Plus, they have add-on medications, you know, like uh, ivermectin in case your horse is sick. Uh, but they also have uh, customized uh, ability so you can have all of the medications that your family needs to survive. You can have a year's worth supply at your home. Please call now. Please go to jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Enter the promo code prepared. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. Here is the most important thing you can do if you have been listening to us. If you want the truth, because there is coming a time soon where, again, I ask you, have you seen Russell Brand in your feed lately? Because I haven't. I follow him. I haven't even noticed that I just don't see him anymore. 
and that's what they're counting on. You just will not notice. Please, I built the blaze for these times. We rely on you. And this will be direct one-on-one content. And tonight I'm doing a special on the economy. It will be called another conspiracy theory, but I have all of the charts and the numbers. I will show you what's really happening in our economy. See, they started all these things, and it was last year that they just began to show up. And I will show this to you. You will not see this elsewhere. I can't tell you about elections. I can't tell you about those things. I am good at seeing things over the horizon and putting things that seemingly are unconnected. I'm good at connecting them. And and I'm good seeing a bit over the horizon. I'm not always right, but I try really hard. Today, today's TV show is without question what you need to know about the economy. Without question. But you won't hear it from any place else. Please. While we have the opportunity to talk one-on-one in a non-subscription way, please subscribe to Blaze TV. Do it today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn30 and you'll get 30% off your subscription. That's promo code Glenn30. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Subscribe today. Tell a friend. Make sure we stay together. The Glenn Beck Program. It is I, the most talked about and name dropped uh, in all of Davos. The Glenn Beck program is here. We have um, we have Kevin Roberts on with us in just a second. He wrote a great, great op-ed that you need to hear because he's speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos tomorrow. Why would the guy who's running the Heritage Foundation? possibly speak at the World Economic Forum. Well, if his speech is anything like his op-ed he wrote for The Blaze, uh, I think it was last week, it's going to be a fireworks show. We're going to talk to him in 60 seconds. Having a cell phone in your pocket shouldn't be a ringing endorsement for leftist causes. Unfortunately, these days, if you're hooked up with one of the big networks, 
chances are pretty good that that's exactly what's going on. Look, you and I are part of a movement dedicated to creating a parallel economy and saving freedom, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. We need an art marketplace of ideas where everyone's free to express those ideas and goods and services from companies that don't sell out to the woke mob. I want you to strongly consider today switching your phone service to Patriot Mobile. Their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan, one of the three major networks, Patriot Mobile, doesn't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of American America. That is unusual today. Well, I like the unusual. I like the uh, less beaten path, if you will. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them now at 972-PATRIOT. They'll give you free activation when you use the offer code Beck. It's 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Heritage Foundation, Heritage Action for America President Dr. Kevin Roberts joins us now. Uh, are you in Davos? I am. I landed a few hours ago. I've been walking around looking for cricket protein. I haven't seen any yet, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically in the safe confines of my hotel room because there are thousands of knucklehead people out there, Glenn. So how did you, um, how, how were you invited or did you have to buy your way in? How, how, it, how is the Heritage oh. Foundation uh, president invited to speak? I'm still wondering that myself, honestly. Uh, so we, we definitely would not have bought our way in. The The letter invitation came in sometime before Christmas. And I, honest to God, when my chief of staff mentioned it to me, I guffawed because I, I thought he was playing a joke on me. And he said, no, Kevin, I mean, this is a dead serious invitation. We vetted it. They want you to speak on their theme, rebuilding trust and what the next conservative presidential administration will do. And I said, man, I, I have no desire whatsoever to go to Davos. So I went home and I mentioned my wife and she laughed at me and said, there's no way you're going to Davos. Well, after sleeping on it, Glenn, to get to the point here, I realized that when you have the privilege that I do of leading heritage, which, as you know, has millions of supporters, that when you get invited to something like that, we don't want to just sit around the table. We want to go and preach the truth. We want to speak truth to power. And I said, on behalf of all the people who support us, our friends who support us informally, I'm going to go to Davos and I'm going to speak the truth about what the elites are doing to us and our freedoms. And that's why I'm here. So what is it you're going to say? Do you care to preview a bit? Absolutely. The main thrust of my comments will be that the political elites, almost all of whom are here this week, have intentionally disconnected their plans from what is good for the average person. And I'm going to cite three or four, maybe even five policy areas where that's been the case, where the elites tell us we're actually troglodytes for believing, A, that men are men and women are women. B, that China is our number one adversary, not our friend. C, 
that we believe that we ought not be investing in wind and solar with government subsidies because, in fact, it costs people their lives, especially in Europe. D, that migration and open borders, especially here in the United States, but also all across Europe, is an intentional reordering of society. And ultimately, what I'm going to be driving at is that the next conservative presidential administration just needs to take every idea ever mentioned in the history of the World Economic Forum and oppose them. Oh my! I'm thinking God. there won't be a lot of applause. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, we've got to get videotape of that. That is—I mean—that's crazy. You know, you're in the room with a bunch of like Bond villains. They're a cat away on their lap from being a Bond villain. Some of these people. Wow, that is brave. Um, so, what are you expecting? Did you tell them this? No, I, I uh, graciously accepted the invitation. I, uh, I have received their guidance on what the, the discussion will be. And, uh, you know, I'll be well-behaved, but I can be well-behaved and also get to the point. I'm, I'm not there to exchange pleasantries. I anticipate that the response from the in-person attendees will, will be just horror. And, uh, and we've got security detail to whisk me out of that room. But the point is that they need to hear that message. Most importantly, the people who really need to hear the message are people who listen and, and watch your shows, Glenn. Our fellow Americans who, not just for years, but for decades, have put up with the crap that comes out of Davos. I mean, I, I didn't see John Kerry in person as I was walking around town earlier, but I just saw he was doing an interview, and he's talking about how basically you and I, or people like us, are backwards because we don't understand that the earth is on fire. Someone has to come here and read them the riot act. And I didn't wake up one day and decide that I wanted to be that person, but having received the invitation, having the job that I have, which you know, I love and loving the people. Most of all, I represent, I am happy to be here. Kevin, I have to tell you, I, uh, my respect for you has, I mean, has always been, um, very high, but my respect for you has gone off the charts on this one. Uh, I, I'd be vomiting blood if I were you at this point, because you are walking into, you know, self-proclaimed most powerful people on the planet. And you are telling them, uh, I oppose you when their, their number one priority is to regain trust. That's the theme of it, regain trust. Uh, and by doing so, what they're talking about is their number one priority is to silence those who are spreading mis and disinformation. So you're calling them on. And I mean, you know, I've done it. It's not fun, but you're calling them on and you're calling them on to their face. God bless you. Well, that's the best part, right? I mean, it, it, it reminds me when I was a public school kid playing, playing football and you, you kind of understand what the other guy means, not by what he says, but when he, punches you in the face or slaps you in the helmet. And, and I'm certainly going to be well-behaved tomorrow. I, I don't imagine they all will. But that's what it's come to, right? And, and the good news is, amid the, the depths of Western civilization, I believe that Providence is leading us into potentially turning the corner. If you look at the election of Javier Millet in Argentina, yes. Bert Wilders in the Netherlands, think about the fact that in 2024, we, we might very well be able to do that in our own country. These people are running scared. And I think one of the reasons that they wanted to increase their number of conservatives attending this year's conference from zero to three or four 
Malay, uh, the Hungarian president, uh, Kristen Novak, and, and me is because they realize the right is politically ascendant. And so one of the messages that I want to convey is you're correct about that. And it's probably too late for all of you to change your capital investments and your political proclivities. But just know the right is taking names. And when we come back into power in the United States, we are going to wield that authority appropriately and ethically, but every last ounce of it until we reclaim our country. So what does that look like with your mission at Heritage? Our mission at Heritage, as, as we have discussed a couple of times, is, of course, to effect the revitalization of self-governance through good public policy at the federal and state levels. And our big project is Project 2025, which, as you will remember, spans the entirety of the center-right movement in the United States. And the whole point is to prepare the next president, next conservative president, with the people and the policies, the executive orders, the, the defenses against lawsuits in a way that the conservative movement has never done. And so if you think about it, given that that's where a plurality of our resources at Heritage are being spent right now, that that is a perfect way to connect the dots between the big themes I'll talk about tomorrow and, and what we expect the next conservative president to do. Because you know that while we, we can't be certain about the outcome of this election, we also understand that if a conservative wins, there's going to be a huge set of high expectations that we not wait until year two or year three or year four, but, but to the heart of your question, what does that look like? It looks like completing the oath of office, giving a very quick but aspirational inaugural address, and starting to dismantle the administrative state root and branch. Um, you, you, because I think the president, I think the number was 40,000 appointments he has to make pretty much right out of the chute. Um, are you helping, uh, um, assemble those names and do you have names that would work with Donald Trump? That's some people's fear is that they have so isolated him and destroyed all the attorneys and everybody else that's been around him that people are afraid to work with him. Do you have you found yeah, that? I've heard, I, well, I've I've heard that that claim, and I know that that claim is is uh, is offered by people who are thoughtful. Honestly, Glenn, we have not found that to be true. And, and let me give you some let me give you some evidence and numbers. The president has roughly forty five hundred political appointees that he makes, and it, that could be up to forty thousand. That 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 depends. But forty five hundred is the number that we're working with. We already have more than 7,000 names in our personnel database, all of whom, by submitting their application, knowing that, and of course, most of them did this before the Iowa results, knowing that President Trump was the front runner, but also that it might be Governor DeSantis or Ambassador Haley. They want to work with whoever that, that conservative president is. Most of them are ideologically, philosophically Trumpian conservatives. And so I'm very optimistic that there's great alignment there between them and President Trump if he ends up being the, the nominee and the, and the victor. And I also know that these are people who come from a variety of backgrounds. They aren't just D.C. swamp creatures. You know, we do have to have a few people who know how agencies are run, but we put a real premium at Heritage on going around the country and recruiting normal people from the state so that they can come in, serve two or four years, you know, eight years if, if the vice president is able to win uh, a first term and really get about the work of restoring 
common sense in D.C., which is a way of restoring self-governance to I mean, American people. The administrative state is going to fight back hard. They're already talking about it, that the Democrats in the White House are doing everything they can to find ways for the administrative state to fight back and to resist what the president wants to do. How are you going to find all of those people and root them out? Well, a few ways. The, the first is that it, it would be fantastic if we're able to get so-called Schedule F reform, which allows the yes. president to fire. Uh, but we can't count on that the first day. Do you, so do we, we'll do you believe that. in in uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's premise that if you don't work for the government, if you don't work for the president, then you work for Congress? Absolutely. I mean, that's I, I, I went round and round with a New York Times reporter about this. You can imagine which side she was on. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I said it is, you know, remember, I'm an early American historian, but it was the intention of the founders that the president runs the executive branch. And so the whole premise of heritage is that the president has control of the executive branch. And therefore, because the, the reality of your point, it, it just can't be overstated, which is that 98 percent of the employees in the federal government aren't just philosophically opposed to conservatives. They're going to be working actively yeah, against it. Actively. We have a team of a, a team of attorneys the largest team of conservative attorneys, almost all of them working pro bono. I won't go into a lot of detail here because I don't want to tip yeah, our yeah, hand, yeah. but they are don't. prepared. They're prepared. They're prepared for the attack that the left are going to make. The political right, Glenn, has never done this in our history. And I, I'm just hoping and praying, and obviously we're working really hard at Heritage with all of our organization friends in the coalition to make that happen. Well, I am. Uh, I'm anxious to hear and see your speech. Uh, I hope it's on videotape that will be released. I don't know if it will be, um, but uh, it's, it's live streamed. Uh, it will be live streamed, and that information's on our website. But obviously, we'll get it out on all of our socials. Yeah, great. Um, we will. Ho ho hopefully, there are some fireworks. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. That sounds like it's going to be a powerful speech. Uh, don't back down. Know that people will be praying for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. God bless you. God bless you. Kevin Roberts, the uh, president of the Heritage Foundation, uh, who is going to be speaking tomorrow at the World Economic Forum in Davos. You know, Glenn, the best way to keep someone like that away from Davos the second time is to not let him leave the first time. So I get on the first flight after that speech <laughs> is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, there was a bad snow bunny accident <laughs> that happened. Uh, <laughs> I want to take a moment and uh, tell you about Charlotte. Uh, she didn't find out she was pregnant until she was about seven weeks along. And still it was, you know, she had enough time to get an abortion and she figured that would be the best solution for her. Thankfully, Charlotte wound up at a preborn clinic where she was introduced to the sight and sound of her own unborn child. In that moment is the moment she chose life for her baby instead of the abortion she had been planning. The child is alive and well today. Charlotte's heart is filled with gratitude for people just like you who made a contribution to Preborn that made that ultrasound free. Each of these babies is truly miraculous, and every day Preborn celebrates 200 miracles. $28 a month can be the difference between life and death of a child. When a mom meets her baby on an ultrasound and hears the heartbeat, it is a divine connection that doubles a baby's chance at life. Together, let's join and help moms choose life and help moms for the first two and a half years of the baby's life so they don't feel alone. 
Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. If you didn't read the uh, op-ed on Blaze, you should go back to theblaze.com. And look for this from um, from Kevin Roberts. He um, he says the media, the academy, government agencies, international organizations, corporations, the arts have all traded in centuries worth of public trust in exchange for unaccountable ideological exploitation of the people they claim to serve. Sooner or later, the everyday citizen workers and families who shoulder the burdens of the Davos style global elitism will reclaim their individual rights and national sovereignty. National leaders at this conference openly reject the nation state. They refuse to secure their own besieged borders. Scholars and journalists openly subordinate facts to serve partisan ends that undermine transparency and the choice for their citizens. Generals promote woke politics over military readiness. Uh, Corporate executives ship jobs overseas to tyrants like China's Xi Jinping while lecturing their own countrymen about diversity, equity and inclusion. Artists and entertainers celebrate each other's sneering contempt for the people and values that fuel their privileged lives. There's no mystery here. Around the world, people distrust global elites because they hate us. They use their power to disempower us and their cultural influence to smear anyone who questions their self-serving corruption. This is the common virtue of constitutionalism, republicanism, nationalism, and free enterprise as they are traditionally practiced in the United States. They are the subject elite's ambitions to the authority of the people instead of the other way around. This arrangement is good for the world and for every person who's ever embraced it, but it's uniquely frustrating to to elites who resist checks on their power and resent accountability to the unwashed masses, which, of course, is the point. To regain trust... Davos must accept the moral virtues, practical benefits, and natural rights of individual nations and ultimately families and individuals to govern themselves. No serious person believes the global elite's uh, grand moral stand over the last generation, bowing to China, erasing borders, worshiping climate extremism, just so happened to serve their class interest at the direct expense of ordinary people's democratic sovereignty and economic opportunity. What we need is nothing more than the freedom to govern ourselves. That's what Brexit, Donald Trump, Viktor Orban, uh, Javier Millet, Gert Wielders, and the rising global tide of populist patriotic conservatism represents. Nationalism, the love of one's own nation and culture and policy-making preference from one's own people and customs cannot be erased and will not be trampled. It must be respected. Trust is a choice. This is what he's, the theme of what he's planning on saying tomorrow. We will have that speech for you hopefully tomorrow by the time of the broadcast so you can hear it. The head of the Heritage Foundation. More in just a minute.
NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. If you're worried that your credit card debt is going to wipe you out and you are staying up at night, you're thinking about, we're going to lose our home. There is no better time than right now to set you and your family up for a strong 2024. I know that sounds crazy, but you don't have to lose your house. You don't have to lose everything. Interest rates have fallen, and American financing can help you access the equity in your home at an interest rate in the fives. That's a much lower rate than the average double-digit credit card percentage rate, which is now averaging 25%. Think about how much money you could be saving every month and all of the interest you can write off uh, for the IRS. You just take it and you... Turn it and roll it into your home uh, loan. If you're buried in high-interest credit card debt, now is the time to break free. Call American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, the code now Glenn30, and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Our overlords are meeting in Davos to plan our future, and it sounds great. The number one priority is not global climate change. Uh, It's not wars. It's not inflation. It's not food. It's nothing except misinformation and disinformation. And they're trying to get all the global leaders to come together on this and make sure that voices, quite honestly, like mine and... uh, and the blaze and uh, people like Ezra Levant from Rebel News up in Canada are silenced. Um, yesterday um, at the conference, there was a um, uh, a meeting on how do we shut these people up. And the uh, head of the Center for Democracy and Technology, his name is Alex Reeve Givens. He said there's something bizarre happening in America. Listen to this. Even as we're living in this heightened threat environment, a number of the social media companies have actually been scaling back their investments in trust and safety, in particular around elections. And those that are still keeping up the work are facing more political scrutiny and pressure to disband those efforts than ever before. So in the United States, for example, right now, we have congressional investigations and lawsuits against people that study mis- and disinformation about elections on social media platforms. There is currently an injunction in place stopping the Biden administration from communicating with social media platforms about interference threats on the topics of elections. That's actually going before the United States Supreme Court this year. So we're in this bizarre environment where right as the threats are ticking up, the investments uh, in actually doing the, the day-to-day work of online trust and safety for our information environment is being scaled back and is under attack. And those are all things we need to recalibrate right now to try and address the threats. Yeah, sorry, I, th- quickly- I thought for sure that Alex uh, identified as a man, but apparently uh, he's now identifying as a woman. Uh, it is bizarre that we don't want government. I mean, it's just out in our Constitution, but other than that, don't worry about it. Uh, we have Ezra Levant, who is on the ground in the cold right now at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Uh, how are the hookers, Ezra? <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask. My, uh, a friend of mine did a story um, of how every single escort within 100 miles was booked up yeah. by the World Economic yeah. uh, Forum. They're good um, people. They're good people. 
you know what? This is a place of excess. Let me give you an example. There's a small private airfield about an hour and a half away from here. And I, I went there to film the private jets landing. Uh, and the airport told me that 150 private jets per day land at this airstrip just for the World Economic Forum. They say that one week basically pays for the entire year. That's like a that's like a city of half a million people. That's how many flights might be there in an average day. And it's more than that. There's not enough room to park 150 jets at this small airfield. So they fly in, drop off the VVIP, then they fly out to another airfield to park, and then they come back to pick up their person. So, I, I mean, and then many of them take the helicopter for that last one-hour drive because, God forbid, they be on the streets with the peasants. That's the kind of luxury you see here. Um, but they're the ones telling us to reduce our carbon footprint. They're the ones telling us not to fly as much. But let me tell you what we're doing here. We are not accredited journalists. We applied, and they obviously rejected us. And that's fine. So we can't get into the sessions like the one you just played a clip from. But we're on the streets in this town of Davos, which is like a ski resort high in the Alps. And it's full of... Uh, I'm not going to say celebrities, but sort of political celebrities. And because they feel like they're amongst friends and it's so hard to get here, they let their guard down. So just standing on the street and reading name tags, I mean, some people you can recognize, like yesterday, I asked some questions of John Kerry about his private jet. Today, my colleague Avi asked Dr. Tedros of the World Health Organization some questions. So these people don't have big entourages and the Swiss police have a very light touch. Penny Pritzker was here and I asked her some questions about Harvard. And so there's no way you would get this kind of access in almost any other place. And like I say, the cops here are so gentle. They have not stopped us from scrumming anyone. Yesterday, I walked with the president of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for 10 minutes straight peppering him with questions he did not have any answers but boy i asked my questions and and that video has been viewed a million times overnight glenn it's i i tell you it's a crazy place where the masters of the universe get together to make the rules for the rest of us and there's only about half a dozen citizen journalists here the rest of them are regime journalists who pay to be here as official delegates so i i saw for example richard quest from cnn I think he's a great journalist 90% of the time, by the way. But we scrummed him going in there, and we said, how come you only ask softball questions of Klaus Schwab? Well, it's because CNN paid a quarter million dollars for them to get in as sort of a member. You're not going to stink up the joint if you if you got the golden invitation. So I don't know. I might pay. Here. I might pay for that. <laughs> well, I might write the I mean, check to go and have all of them come on my show. Well, I mean, they might kick you out if you do that. Yeah. By the way, I'm standing on the promenade and a huge bunch of military vehicles are passing through. I'm not sure if that's just normal Switzerland stuff or if that's because Vladimir Zelensky's in town um, and Emmanuel Macron is uh, in town and the Secretary General of the United Nations in town. These aren't just VIPs, they're VVIPs and VVVIPs, and they let you know it. So what is what is the main thing you've taken from this? Well, look, there are some people here who are just here to sell products and services uh, because there's so many politicians. And, wow, there's such a military convoy going through the downtown here. I don't even know what's happening. Maybe Zelensky's on the move. 
I, I just wanted to tell you that I'm live from the promenade in, in uh, Davos right now. And I just, it's like a whole military, not a parade, but a series of big trucks. Uh, it, uh, imagine juxtaposing that with your uh, five-star celebrities. Anyways, the number one message, uh, as Klaus Schwab says, is information. They say their theme this year is rebuilding trust, which because they know they've shattered trust with ordinary people over the last few years, whether it's COVID or lockdowns or junk science or inflation or immigration or whatever. So they, they know they have to fix trust, but at the same time, they believe in censorship. I scrummed a right. few different officials with Meta and uh, my colleagues scrumming uh, an official from Google just a minute ago. And all our questions are about, are they trying to strangle free discussions in the year of the 2024 elections? Every one of them is aware of Trump's victory in the Iowa caucuses. And I'm talking about people around the world. This is not just Americans. This is a very oh, international no. It is my understanding that yesterday, a lot of the discussions at Davos uh, centered around this is a real threat to our agenda. We this this can't happen. If you were to take a poll of the VVIPs here at Davos, uh, 90 percent of them would be against Trump, not necessarily for Biden. They're just for anyone who won't upset the international order that they've established here. Um, and, and so, I mean, basically, these Europeans and these globalists and these elites want to have a vote um, without having a vote. Here's what I mean. For example, Klaus Schwab uh, recently said AI is so progressed, we don't really need elections anymore because AI can figure out what the people want. Uh, I've seen WEF presentations about how AI, artificial intelligence, can replace courts and judges because you just enter all the data and they'll just replicate what a good judge would do. So the room for political bias in artificial intelligence, I'd say those are the two emphases I can see just on the streets here. Censorship of, quote, misinformation and artificial intelligence. Well, you combine those two things, and I tell you, you're in a brave new world right there. So, um, Ezra, I want to... I wanna talk to you about uh, one thing that came to my attention yesterday. There is a story in The Independent. Climate misinformation is mutating on YouTube, and the platform is profiting. And it is a story that mentions two people. Uh, one of them is me and The Blaze, and The Blaze, I guess, is making money from YouTube uh, because they're not canceling us and uh, putting us where we belong, which is nowhere, because we are discussing things like uh, climate crisis denial content. We also uh, were talking about the, um, uh, the last election and saying that the last election had many uh, uh, questions behind it. The Great Reset, an online conspiracy theory that claims global elites trying to dismantle capitalism and create a new social order, which they are. Um, and the other person was Jordan Peterson. Now, hmm. they're, they're targeting us through Google and Facebook. My Facebook page is down 95% in the best year I've ever had, including the years at Fox. Never had a bigger footprint than now, but Facebook is down 95%. Why? The other thing, the other part of it is, is yeah, go ahead. That's deliberate. They're trying to demonetize you. We scrummed Jonathan Greenblatt, the head of the ADL, and we asked them, why have you tried to kill advertising on Twitter? 
but never on TikTok. And he wouldn't answer that. And so that's what they're trying to do to you and Jordan Peterson. And and by the way, they're going to invent new, quote, crimes. I I saw the phrase ecocide being bandied about here. So the same way you couldn't be a skeptic or have a contrary point of view on COVID vaccines, they're going to do the same thing for climate. They, They basically telegraph that that's their plan. Well, um, one of the one of the disturbing things they they did this last year to Russell Brand. I, you don't even see him anymore. He's still doing a podcast, but he never shows up on anybody's feed. When's the last time you saw Russell Brand in your feed? Um, the well, I, I seek him out, but you're right; they're trying to kill him right. financially. Correct. And the next thing is Jordan Peterson. He lost in court yesterday uh, his appeal on having to go to some sort of a a re-education camp because he said, and I, this is a quote, the uh, the woman who was obese uh, on Sports Illustrated bikini was not beautiful. It was sick. And now he has to have re-education. Yeah, and that's, a, that's in some ways a lot scarier. The World Economic Forum is a bunch of people coming up with bad ideas, but they don't actually have the legal or judicial power to enforce them. The trouble is all the VVIPs here go home and go home to their legislatures or courts or businesses and implement it back home. But the WEF itself doesn't have the power to do that from here in Davos. But what you're talking about, what happened to Jordan Peterson, that was a real court. And the College of Psychologists of Ontario um, is a regulator that has the power to deny someone their profession. Now, Jordan Peterson doesn't take any patients anymore. He, ha- he hasn't in many years, but they're trying to destroy his professional reputation. Again, the college is there for doctors who are abusive or who, you know, take advantage of their clients or what, you know, it's, it's a professional organization to make sure that psychologists in Ontario are ethical. They're using that for lawfare to silence him on completely unrelated matters. And it's not just atrocious that they're meddling with his political views. It's their sentence to him, their command, their order to him is that he basically go through a political re-education. I mean, he has to go to some, I don't know, for the phrase is a coach or a, or a remedial social media class or something. Yeah, whatever the, the Chinese call it, it's still a uh, re-education a struggle camp. Session. And, and here's a the struggle session. Yeah, struggle session. And here is, ooh, my struggle. wonder who used that. Um, the, yeah. the other thing, though, that is disturbing is they are trying to scare doctors into silence. They have already purged all of the doctors that would say something about the COVID vaccine. Um, the nurses, all of them, anyone with a conscience that's different than the state, they're purging them. That's very dangerous, as you know. What Jordan Peterson is the most famous psychologist in all of Canada. He's also wealthy and in some ways very influential and maybe even powerful. So if they can do this to him, imagine what they can do to you. This is pour encourager les autres. This is to scare everybody else. Yeah, they want to shut up Jordan Peterson. I don't know if they'll succeed. That guy doesn't shut up easy. But what they're going to do is terrify a thousand other psychologists and doctors and nurses. You know, there happens to be another nurse in uh, the Canadian province of British Columbia who sponsored a sign that just said, I heart J.K. Rowling. Like, that's all she did. And they took her before the professional association for the same sort of thing. And, And so how many nurses, how many doctors, how many people of any profession are being terrorized into silence. And it's all part of the same 
cultural Marxism or wokeism. Hey, you know, yesterday I scrummed the president of State Street. Do you know what that is? It's yes. like BlackRock. It's a huge asset manager. And I, and I asked him, and that's, that's what it's like here in Davos. You never know who you're going to bump into. And I said to him, aren't you putting your own politics ahead of your fiduciary duties to, uh, to your shareholders? Like you're, you're, I said, you're promoting ESG, environmental and social governance, basically cultural Marxism. I said, how can you do that and, and claim to be uh, His response? shareholders? Well, he said, we're doing both. He said, we're not going to stop with ESG, but it's shareholder value. Right. And then I pressed on okay. a little bit and, 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 he, and, he, and he wouldn't talk much more. Yeah. But uh, that's what Davos is like at the World Economic Forum. Thank he, you so much. Ezra Levant ideas. from, uh, from uh, Rebel News up in Switzerland right now with the elites. Back with more in just a second. How often do you move from one house to another? Hopefully, unless you're into that kind of thing, the answer is not very often. Buying a selling home is a lot of work, and it can be a huge hassle, especially if you don't have the right real estate agent to help you out. Believe me, I've been through a lot of moves. I can't hold down a job. But here's the good news. You and your family don't have to have the same experience that I've had many times. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. If you're buying or selling a house, realestateagentsitrust.com will give you the name of the best person, in our opinion, after doing extensive research on each individual will give you the best person in your area according to what we are looking for and we think you're looking for real estate agents i trust.com the glenn beck program glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox sign up at glennbeck.com Tonight on TV, you do not want to miss it. All of the facts on our economy, all of the charts, everything that the White House and the government is not telling you. You feel it. Tonight, you'll see it. Tonight, 9 o'clock, only on Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time on uh, Glenn TV, only on Blaze TV. Check it out, blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn30. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, there's another scandal at the border, and the White House has had it. Let me tell you, I mean, Greg Abbott, he came out and he said, we're not going to allow the Border Patrol on uh, this property anymore. We're shutting it down. The 
The Texas National Guard is going to be standing there, and they're going to shut this border down. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then later that night, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security said three migrants, including two children, drowned near a park after Texas officials physically barred Border Patrol agents from entering. The Mexicans had to pull the bodies, each of them wearing jackets from the water on the other side of the Rio Grande. I Let me tell you something. It's very, very upsetting when the White House comes out and says, look, they stopped us and you're putting, you're putting migrants at risk. Except the, tru- the truth is, uh, uh, is completely different. Now, nobody has really corrected this story in the mainstream press. They all ran with it immediately. White House said it, Department of Homeland Security. Well, there's another side of the story that I think you need to hear. We get the, uh, the scoop right from the horse's mouth in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. Whether it's across hundreds of miles or to the grocery store and back, you rely on your car to get you around safely and efficiently. And if your car has problems, what are you gonna do? You're gonna repair it, you have to. Now, how much is that gonna cost? What is that gonna set you back? Cause nobody, nobody ever says, you know what, I've got just this extra piece of money over here that's just, you know, for rainy days that I really wanna spend on my car. Even if you have that rainy day fund, you don't wanna spend it on your car. When your car has problems, the last thing you need to be worried about is how much it's gonna cost you. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting a protection plan that starts as low as $100 a month. Flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts. And that means with the inflation problem, you get a price lock guarantee. You're not locked into it, but they're locked into it. Your price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file. It will never go up, even as mileage on your car increases. CarShield, get it now, carshield.com slash Beck. They have something that is affordable for you. 800-227-6100, save 20% on your plan. carshield.com slash Beck, or call 800-227-6100, save 20%. Todd Bensman is uh, with us. He is the author of the book Overrun. Uh, he's also at the Center for Immigration Studies. He's a senior fellow there. Todd, what really happened uh, in Eagle Pass over the weekend? Well, I mean, this is typical. Uh, we have had a lot of drowning since the Biden administration opened the borders and started in- inducing people from around the world to come to it. The Migrants that they're talking about here, the uh, intending illegal aliens, drowned upstream, floated down, and then got blamed on, uh, you know, usually Texas Department of Public Safety. Um, this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, and and they, they drowned before Texas took charge of that piece of property where they just seized it and, and kicked out all the Border Patrol. Uh, because the Border Patrol was there uh, with a field processing station that was in just irresistible lure to thousands to just kind of pour through right there from Piedras Negras. So uh, Texas decided to at least remove and deny that piece of property any longer to the Border Patrol. So 
keep in mind that there is context to this. Just a few weeks ago, uh, there was video taken by a Border Patrol agent. Uh, he thought that he was uh, catching Texas DPS uh, boat Marine forces in the act of denying aid and assistance to drowning migrants right there at Eagle Pass also, uh, and put that out there. And it created this firestorm and an investigation and uh, accusations that Texas was uh, letting people drown when actually they were saving those migrants and did save those migrants. And um, there was also another case a couple months ago when, remember the river barrier, Glenn, where they yes. put the, the floating river barrier in yes. there? Well, a couple of migrants floated down to it from upstream. And the first thing the administration did, and also uh, Democratic congressmen, lawmakers, everybody made a huge stink out of it, is say, that they drowned on that river barrier that Texas put up, that cruel and inhumane river barrier. And just a little investigation, it didn't take much, showed that they had drowned upstream and floated down and one of them got hung up on it, but they didn't drown on it. And so this is just typical of the sort of, you know, disinformation campaign, I think it's the way you put it, uh, that the executive branch is engaging in right now in its war with Texas. Uh, everything that you hear about Texas DPS should be taken with a big grain of a big rock of salt uh, about uh, what's going on because they're in a war. Uh, it's a, a federal state war. They're in, they're in war with each other where Texas is trying to shut down and deter and block illegal immigration into Texas. Uh, the, federal border patrol agents are under orders to let everybody in. And so there's this sort of war going on. That's why they took that piece of property. And they, the Texans have done other things too. And it's not just a physical uh, dispute. Uh, it's a legal one too. And lots of court action going on between these two parties. So are we actually slowing anything down? No, uh, in fact, I have a piece up today. It just broke at CIS.org. It's the only reporting you'll see like this anywhere uh, uh, where the Biden administration has cut a deal with the Obrador administration in Mexico. And Mexico is actually getting aggressive on blocking illegal immigration through its territory now for the first time in really aggressive new ways. They're rounding them up at, across from Eagle Pass and putting them on buses and uh, shipping them to the south, to Tapachula, to the southern provinces. They're flying them. They're, put, they're busing them. They are blockading on their side now. They are bulldozing migrant camps. They are shutting down all of those cargo freight trains for the first time in three years uh, that, that the, the immigrants have been using. And the reason that they're doing this is because, remember, just a few weeks ago, Biden uh, and Blinken went down there and, and, and had some shuttle diplomacy. Mayorkas went on a second trip on the 27th. And then everybody came back and, and, and zipped their lips, didn't tell us what the deal was. We still don't know what the deal was, but we know there was a deal now because of what Mexico is all of a sudden doing. They've shut down 
the flow. They've, the Mexicans have slowed the flow from 14,000, 13,000 a day in December to four and 5,000 a day now, which, by the way, is still catastrophically high. But this can only be said to be being done right now uh, through the December. They're going to try to do this through December of this year, past the American election, because they do not want those thousands of migrants under news cameras uh, that they were getting uh, terrible visuals and optics across the country in December. You remember this? Yeah. Uh, and that's really what the point of this is. So, I mean, uh, it, they can do it when they want to, when it's politically uh, feasible. We, we don't know what they paid the Mexicans. Uh, I guarantee you it was not uh, some small payment. Mexico was asking for $24 billion, uh, you know, for itself and some of its um, friends down there. So something happened. Uh, Todd, but be aware of that. Todd, when we, when we first... Uh we started talking about this massive migration up north. We, we talked about it. It may have been 2017, 2018, when that first caravan came up. And we did research and found that it was being organized by NGOs, uh, some of them out of Chicago. But now we have evidence, uh, stunning evidence, that Doctors Without Borders, the uh, U.N., uh, the Red Cross are actually printing maps and showing people in South and Central America how to get here. This is clearly a, I hate to use this word, but it's the best word, a conspiracy to overflow our borders. Is it not? It's absolutely accurate to say that those NGOs, lots of NGOs, and there are actually hundreds of them, on the south of the south of the border, all the way into South America, and on our side of the border, all the way up to Chicago and New York, that are involved deeply in moving that traffic along, facilitating it, supporting it, doing everything possible to make sure that nobody would ever feel deterred or go home. Uh, they, they, I, I've been there. I've, I've, I've watched them personally, watch them and videotape them handing out cash debit cards, uh, handing out, you know, cash based assistance for hotels and buses for, uh, prescription drugs for baby formula for everything all the way down there. Um, I, I have reported and written in the past, not that long ago, uh, that the number for 2023 was on the order of $450 million in UN funding for this what they call cash-based intervention. Uh, this year, I'm looking at the documents. I'll be writing about this next week. It's $540 million. Where is that coming from? Where is that coming from? It's online. They publish it. Uh, I, I can uh, direct you to uh, my... No, no, no. I mean, letter. where is that money coming from? Who is behind this? Oh, the U.S. Treasury. That's coming. That's to U.S. taxpayer money. The U.N. gets most of its money from the United States, uh, and then it passes through and is distributed by U.N. agencies to the NGOs. And the documents that I'm writing about actually name them all. It's got a big list, 248 
different NGOs for 2024. Keep an eye on my reporting. I'll have a piece out on this next week. But you're right. It's it's happening. Uh, now, the way they would couch it is uh, the UN. I've interviewed them and they say, well, you know, they're coming anyway. So we need to save them from, uh, you know, all the dangers out here. Uh, but, you know, Republican lawmakers look at this in a very different way. And I think that it's valid uh, it, that this is aiding and abetting and it's material support oh, for yeah. illegal smuggling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when you have that report out, call us back. We'll put you on the program because I'd like to pursue this uh, further. You know, all people just think, oh, this is just happening. No, this is all well-financed and coordinated. Uh, and uh, it's not just happenstance that it's happening. It's not. Todd, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Thank you. you. Bet. The author of Overrun and senior fellow for the Center for Immigration Studies. Giving your dog the healthiest, happy life you can give him isn't just a nice thing to do. It's your responsibility as a pet owner. Your dog is part of the family, and you you love him. I love my dog. You want the best for him. I want the best for my dog. That's the way I feel about Uno. I'm sure that's the way you feel about your dog. Cats are a little different, different story, but it uh, probably comes as an unpleasant surprise when you learn that most dog food is sterilized and dead containing little to none of the nutrition that is so vital to him. You need the things that are alive. Just like you need probiotics, your dog needs probiotics. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. It's a, not a dog food. It's something you just sprinkle on the dog's kibble food. They love it. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it, and you're going to see a difference. You just get to see if your dog loves it and will eat it. If they do, you watch over the weeks and months. You will see a massive difference in your dog. At least I did in Uno. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get that first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. It's uh, 833-GLEN33, 833-GLENN33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, the Justice Department... uh, Justice Department came out yesterday, finally, and told the truth about that accident. Uh, Oh, whoops, we got that one wrong. Yeah, I guess they were already dead, and uh, they didn't physically restrain us. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You want to talk about the the biggest uh, mis- and disinformation campaign? The headquarters are at the government agencies. Period. They are. Let's see. There's a couple of other things I want to hit. To to that point, Glenn, before you do, you know, it's it's surely true that there are plenty of people on the Internet saying all sorts of very false things. Yes. Right. It we all know that the difference is when the government says something false, it comes with all of the power and institutional authority. Mm hmm that goes along with that mm-hmm. it's 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 different than some online conspiracy theorist saying something that's false so of course those people exist they do so what you ignore them everybody and, ignores them and here's and here's the difference um you know when the government says something they don't say do your own homework here's all the stats right they don't we do 
I always tell you, do not trust me on anything. I don't ask for your trust. I'm glad that people do trust me, but I think that's just from over the years, you know, people really listening and knowing, is he right? Is he wrong? Building a reputation over a long period of time. Correct. And they've done everything to destroy that reputation. Here's the thing. They don't tell you. They, They say, don't think on your own. I say, do. Question authority. Question with boldness. Everything. That's the difference. And we will correct it. They fight to correct it. They only correct it when they're caught and have to. I correct it when we realize we're wrong for some reason or another. That's honest reporting. That is people who are trying to do their best. They are not trying to do their best. They're trying to do their best to keep you from the truth. By the way, uh, here's Trump yesterday. Let me just play a couple of things. Here's Trump yesterday on Vivek Ramaswamy. Cut one. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? That was pretty good. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's really, uh, he's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time. There you go. Okay, so there's there's Trump on Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, remember, Secretary Austin was just going in for elective surgery. No big deal. As I speculated at the time, it was probably for penile reduction surgery. He can't. He just wants it as small as he possibly can make it. But I was wrong. Uh, but it is in the area. It's cancer for a prostate. Here he is calling for an ambulance. The nine one one call. Listen to this. Can I can I ask? Like, can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Really? In other words, we're trying to keep this out of the press. We're trying to keep this even from the president. We're trying to keep this even from the person that is my double, somebody that is supposed to take over where when I'm incapacitated and stand in for me. That person wasn't even notified until days after that call. Oh, and by the way, when she found out, she was on the beach in Puerto Rico and said, you know what? I planned my vacation for a long time. I'm on vacation. If you have a problem, you call me. That was who replaced our secretary of defense and the president didn't even know about it. But no, no, no. You can trust them. You can you can absolutely trust them. How much time do I have here? Uh, We told you also that uh, there's a story. Listen to the first uh, monologue in today's podcast, please. It's very important. Probably the most important monologue I've done to date. Um, And you'll find that wherever you get your podcast. But I told you that they're not only coming after certain people. They are really targeting Elon Musk. Here's the foreign policy editor-in-chief of World Economic Forum speaking about Elon Musk. And I think that's the right place for a lot of these questions around uh, this to be centered with the support of technologists to help us, help you better tell those those stories and, and differentiate truth from fiction. But, I mean, but, 
Sorry. I'm going to let both of you jump in. I just wanted to add, however, not all tech CEOs admit that they're not good at every single thing. So, <laughs> so I, I thank you for that. At least one tech CEO hasn't been invited here um, who, who, who likes to think he's very good at media as well. That would be Elon Musk. They're doing everything they can, they can publicly and privately to destroy Elon Musk. You're going to see an increased effort. This is what the WEF is all about. This this year, mis and disinformation and silencing those who disagree. Again, listen to today's podcast tonight at nine o'clock. I'm going to give you real information and again, show you the White House is giving you disinformation. It is the truth on the economy. All charts and graphs tonight. That's really exciting. People love it when I see charts and graphs. They're like, oh, really? Big chalkboard tonight. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Nothing quite like getting a really good night's sleep, right? You can barely stand it when you're laying awake and you're looking at the clock and you're like, I've got to go to sleep. Relief factor sleep is there for that kind of a night, and it could change your life. It really could. Just like regular uh, sleep uh, relief factor, um, relief factor sleep is 100% drug-free. It's a blend of natural ingredients. It's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress and improving mood and promoting relaxation. I know from experience that it works. My wife takes it. I take it from time to time. 1995, if I'm having a hard time or if I have to go to sleep right away, I'll take Relief Factor Sleep. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief or just go to relieffactor.com. It's Relief Factor Sleep from the people who brought you a regular old pain relief from Relief Factor. Dream big and sleep tight. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code is Glenn30 to save big on Blaze TV. Well, if it isn't my good friend Brad Meltzer, the uh, Emmy-nominated Brad Meltzer, number one New York Times bestselling author, The Lightning Rod, 12 other best-selling thrillers. He also writes nonfiction books like The Nazi Conspiracy, which was fantastic. Ordinary People Change the World Kid Book Series, which has inspired the TV show. And I'm not going to hold this against him because it does air on PBS, but that's I'm not going to hold... He is also uh, the um, author of Xavier Riddle and The Secret Museum, which is on PBS. Um, and he's just a good, good friend and a history lover. Welcome, Brad Meltzer. How are you, sir? Good. Always good to be back. Yeah. So you've written a new book for kids. Um, Ordinary People Can Change the World. This when I know when you started this. You didn't know if this was going to be a big hit or not. You were writing it for your kids. I started this on your show. We launched yeah. this. You helped me launch this. Again, you knew my love of history. I just wanted my kids to have better heroes to look up to. And because in America, what we've lost today are our values. We've lost kindness. We've lost... Remember when humility was a great American value? Yeah. We've lost that, right? That's gone. And I was like, how do I teach my kids to be kind, to be compassionate, to be, you know, to persevere and never, yeah. ever give up? And I was tired of them looking at millionaire overpaid athletes and people who are famous for being famous. So we started with I'm Amelia Earhart and I'm Abraham Lincoln. We launched it on this show. Glenn, I think I had a full head of hair when we launched it. Uh, you know, <laughs> But it's been 10 no, years. Yeah, I know I didn't actually. Um, but it's been 10 years since we've done this. I didn't know if it was going to work. 
And now we're 10 years into this experiment. How many millions of copies? Seven million copies. Um, and And you know why? Because there's no politics to them. Yes. At all. There's, I mean, I go on Fox News with them and I can go on NPR on them. I can come here and I can go anywhere else. And, no, and everyone realizes, oh, this is how history actually is. It should not be an argument. No. But, and, and, there, I and love because the everybody, all of our historic f- figures, all of them, even the ones we're creating today, are flawed. They're people and they're flawed. I 100%. So I, I think we do a huge disservice to our heroes. You know, we did, we did I Am Rosa Parks, I Am Albert Einstein. My son loves sports. I was like, forget an overpaid athlete. Meet I Am Jackie Robinson. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And again, these are, you can't, you know, my son who's... I just, who's I hang on just a second. I just saw his application to play ball for somebody. Uh, and he it said, personal goal. And he said, to get... Uh, he didn't say African-Americans. I don't remember what he said. But to get African-Americans to be able to play in the major leagues. Spectacular. I mean, just, Spectacular. I mean, what right. I mean, great document. And, and, and again, no, you, know, you can't argue these. These are heroes now. And what we do is a disservice to them, to your, to your well-said point, is we build these monuments to them. We carve them out of granite. Yep. We worship at their feet like they're these yep. lowercase g gods. And we forget that anyone we've mentioned, Rosa Parks, Jackie Robinson, Amelia Earhart, Abraham Lincoln, have moments. Anyone you look up to had moments where they were scared, where they were terrified, and they didn't know if they could go forward, even, and they do. Even Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Even Jesus. I mean, that's the thing. I always say, if you're looking for perfection in people, you will never find it. The only thing that's perfect is God. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's Everything it. else, take a number, yep. right? And, yep. and, I, and I say, it, it, every hero we've done, every single one, and we've done, you know, Walt Disney and Jim Henson. We've done Muhammad Ali and... You know, you name it in between, Jane Goodall, Billie Jean King, uh, sports heroes, athletes, and, um, you know, scientists. And the one thing is they're all flawed, every mm-hmm. single one. And what I want, and what I love, though, is we don't shy from it. I just had a, a woman, we've gotten a lot of reviews on these books. There was a woman who just said, what I love about these books, it's the only kids book series for young kids that actually cares about the kids who are reading it. And we don't hide it. We show you all the elections that Lincoln lost. We mm-hmm. show you the election George Washington lost. I show you the, the, when Jackie Robinson lost his temper. Why do I show that? Because I want to show you that every single one of these people is just like us. I want your kids to see that and say, these aren't the stories of famous people. This is what we're all capable of on our best days. So Mr. Rogers is your new book. I yep. am Mr. Rogers. And uh, he's a very different dude. He's a guy that if you watch and you don't know anything about him, you're like, Okay, this guy's weird. You know, <laughs> right. especially today, you would be like creeper. Um, but he was, by all accounts, so genuine and so honest and driven by God, just to show people hey, you you, you, you know how to relate to by kids. love. Yeah, that's what he stands love. for. Love. That's yeah. what he he realized. You know, and we think again of Mister Rogers as perfect. We say he's perfect in every way. What well, we show at the beginning of the book is a Mr. Rogers when he's a little boy is not perfect. He gets bullied and boys mm. chase him chase him home from school and he loses his temper. Mails away for that, you know, those uh, things Was that in the like back. a gosh darn it. Yeah, well, I think it may have been worse than that. I mean, wow. it might have been a, you know, gold darn it. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so, he take it to the next level. But the thing is is he loses his temper, mails away in the back of a comic book 
for one of those, you know, kick sand in my face and get muscles if you mail away for this, yeah. you know, thing. Mails away for it, does all the pull-ups, and he realizes right there that there's nothing. All those things are useless. There's nothing there. It's his mother who he watches and gives him the best lessons. His mom, and and I know you'll appreciate this story, um, finds out about kids in, in Mr. Rogers' school when he's a little boy, and the, and the kids in the school, the nurse says, is a kid who can't afford sneakers. So the mom sends sneakers. They have money back then. Then she finds another kid who can't afford clothes. She sends in clothes. It never takes credit. Then she finds a kid who doesn't have furniture in their house. Sends in furniture. Never, ever takes credit for any of the donations. Does he know that it's his And mom? Mr. Rogers, what does he see? He sees how to be a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's his mother, right? And when, and when he starts getting scared of what he sees in the news, because it's scaring him, his mother gives him, to me, arguably the greatest advice he'll ever get, which is look for the helpers. You can always find a helper. And whenever there's a disaster in America, that quote floats around the internet. And everyone yeah. says, look, look at Mr. Rogers, look for the helpers. It's not Mr. Rogers, it's his mom. And I love the fact that he gets that when he's a little boy, that he learns that as a little boy. And, you know, again- That is so amazing. Now, when he says, hello, neighbor, uh, it's you the best. It's understand his mom. it. And he says, you know, he's with his grandfather. His grandfather's the one who says, I just like being with you, just the way you are. You know, people mistake him and say, oh, we're saying everyone's special. He's not saying everyone's special. He just meets you where you are. And everyone you meet, and, and the funny part is we had Fred Rogers Productions help us with this. We always have the expert help yeah. us with this. Um, and everyone's like, Brad, he's the only one that's the real deal. This is the guy who's the real deal. And I love the fact that when you see him, even when he's a, when he's a young kid, his grandmother tells him, um, you know, he's sick a lot. So he has asthma, he's got scarlet fever, he's got all these diseases so that he, his parents put him in bed and he stays home a lot. And what does he do? He basically uses his own puppets and toys to make his own stories, to entertain himself. He, they give him a puppet theater that they build in the attic. He starts doing puppet shows and he unlocks his imagination. How did he get this job? So he, this is the crazy part. This is the best part of the story actually. So again, we think of Mr. Rogers as this fully formed human being. He's on this show called The Children's Corner. It's a children's show that he likes. He loves television. He knows that television's gonna be something new. But what he says is, I don't wanna see people throwing pies in faces. I wanna see, actually, like, we can help kids here. There are kids out there who need help. And he learns from his parents that love is the way to unlock it, right? And he's obviously, you know, very strong man of faith. And on the show, there's the, on one of the first shows, there's a film reel that's showing. And the film reel snaps. And just a moment of like sheer whatever, it went wrong. And they're like, Fred, you got to do something. It's live TV. And he's like, what do you mean I got to do something? He's like, you got to do something. So he puts the puppet on his hand that he has, this tiger puppet. And he shoves it through the, the, the backdrop, screen. through the screen, and suddenly starts talking through it. And that's the first time Daniel Tiger talks on the air. It's not a plan. It's not some great mission. It's totally him scrambling to make something work. I want my daughter to have that lesson. I want my sons to have that lesson. When it goes wrong, try to, you know, you're going to have to sometimes scramble and make it right. Look and for the and, helper. And, and what he does, his, the woman on the show who's the host starts talking to him and says one day, you know, I'm really sad today. How can you help me? And he talks through the puppet. And when he talks through that puppet, all these kids are like listening. They're suddenly listening. And that's the moment Mr. Rogers is born. It's not a plan. He never has it. He's just being himself through this puppet, doing the same thing he did when he was a little boy sick in bed, unlocking his world of imagination. And that's a lesson we all need. So I want to I end here where you began. You talked about humility. And 
And I, I think that is gratitude and humility are the two things we lack, completely lack. We restore those two things, and the whole world changes. Gratitude and humility. This, is, this was the quote of the day. I talked about this story earlier and just barely pointed this out, but I find this astounding. They were talking about AI and how AI can grow out of control in a big meeting in Davos yesterday. And the Microsoft CEO gave a speech. She said, there is nothing that cannot be controlled by humankind. Oof. That's a, that's, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're right. in trouble. I mean, listen, I go back to the, the historians. Neil Armstrong never used the word I. used to use the word we. We did this. We accomplished it. And he wasn't just talking about his fellow astronauts. He's talking about the scientists, the women who did the math, oh, yeah. the, the tailors who sewed his spacesuit together. We did this. And again, remember when we talk like that? Now everyone's, I, 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 look at me. The internet is all about, look at me. We write in all caps and triple exclamation points. I am done with that nonsense. I tell my kids, that is not how you ever should be writing. You know, I'll give you one exclamation point. You don't need three. As a friend said to me, you get three exclamation points in life, right? And Neil Armstrong is who I give my kids. When that book is all about humility. And each of, you know, everyone says these are history books. They've never been history books. They're value books. On the back of each one is a value that I think is important to America. On the back of I am Amelia Earhart, it says I know no bounds. On the back of I am Abraham Lincoln, it says I will speak my mind and speak for others. On the back of I am Mr. Rogers, it says I, I accept you just the way you are. And if we don't, you know, our kids are going to pick heroes, whether we like it or not. You might as well have some say in it. And to me, this is my way of fighting back. Uh, the name of the book is I Am Mr. Rogers, Brad Meltzer. These are great series for your kids. One last thing. You know who you reminded me on of on uh, exclamation points? Uh, who's that? Somebody who was was vicious on exclamation points. They have no place in society. And the she wrote one letter in her life and used one exclamation point in her life, in her life. And her letter went up for auction. It had it talked about the things that were going on, Lady Diana's death, Charles, everything else. It sold. It's one of the most expensive letters she ever wrote because it's the only time she ever used an exclamation point. The Queen? Queen Elizabeth. Of course. Yeah. Spectacular. Amazing. Thank you so much, Brad. Appreciate it. Love it. God Love bless. It. Thanks. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I want to give you a hypothetical. Imagine that the world is in commotion, that several different countries are in a state of emergency with fires, floods, volcanoes. Imagine worlds at war, you know, because of religion or race or territory. I know this is really hard to believe. Okay, now open your eyes. Oh my gosh, that's really happening. This is real life. You need to order your Jace case. This is your Jace Daily Meds from Jace Medical. You cannot be unprepared for this, not for what's coming in real life today. I have two children that have medicine that they have to take every single day to stop seizures. If that is broken down supply chain and I can't get it, what happens? Jace Medical. Order your life-saving meds right now from Jace. You'll get a year's supply if that's what you want. It's simple. You'll have your supply. JaceMedical.com. If you already have your stuff, get a gift card for somebody who you love. JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code BECK for a discount on your order. 
So the World Economic Forum this week is meeting. I want to do a whole special on Friday uh, on Blaze TV on what everything happened uh, this week on World Economic Forum. But their number one priority is to uh, censor people. It's to stop uh, misinformation and disinformation. They say that's more important than global warming, financial situations, inflation, and even war. And that's because of the elections. There are big countries that are having elections, and it will decide their fate, and people are moving away from this, uh, this globalism that they are pushing. So there is a story, surprise, surprise, that is coming out with the World Economic Forum print, fingerprints all over it from The Independent, which is a UK uh, outlet. It's been now shared by NBC News, Media Post, and some group called Grist, um, it mentions uh, Jordan Peterson, who lost his bid to not go through an edu- re-education camp yesterday in uh, Canada's Supreme Court. They're silencing him. Uh, they've already science, uh, silenced uh, one of the big voices against ESG and the Great Reset, and that's Russell Brand. Ask yourself, if you followed him, when's the last si- time you saw him in your feed? He still exists, you know. He's just nowhere to be found. Uh, and uh, then they mention me and Blaze TV. And they are targeting us in particular. And I know this because they also targeted the Heartland Institute, which my co-author runs the Heartland Institute, their, their socialism uh, section. And he's the author with me of The Great Reset and all of my books about the World Economic Forum. The reason why this is going to happen quickly, and please go and listen to today's podcast and share it with your friends. It's not going to catch fire because everything Glenn Beck is being suppressed. Facebook down 95%. So you're not going to get stuff from me. But they are using this to isolate and put us into a digital ghetto. And uh, it's going to happen quickly because the other topic at the World Economic Forum is Donald Trump. They they know that Donald Trump will pull us out of all of these things preached by the World Economic Forum like he did last time. Uh, And they can't allow that to happen. And so the the pressure is on to quell what they would call disinformation, what you would most likely call the truth or logical thinking, logical questions, honest questions. They have to have those all shut down and buttoned up by the summer. Uh, Probably the most important monologue of, of my career to this day happened on hour one of today's podcast. Please, This is the reason now why I built the Blaze to survive this. We need to stay in touch. Join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn30 and save 30%. Tonight, a Wednesday night special. They'll call it disinformation. It's the truth on our economy that you need to know. The Glenn Beck Program.